Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Sportsman like with Evan Candy and Michelle coming to you live from the seaport brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We're gonna get more of your Thanksgiving phone calls in. A lot of people want to weigh in on the Dr. Pepper call online at 888 Say ESPN about what needs to be on that Thanksgiving table and what needs to be off of that Thanksgiving Day table. We do have games today. We have three of them in the NFL. Green Bay at Detroit, Washington at Dallas, San Francisco at Seattle. We also have college football tonight on ESPN. Old Miss at Mississippi State, which is the Egg Bowl, right? That's called the Egg Bowl. Mm-hmm. What is the best name, by the way, side note, for like the rivalry games? Hmm. Is there, like, just throwing that the out iron, there. The Iron Bowl. Iron Bowl. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Iron Bowl is a pretty good one. The That's game. pretty tough. The game. The game. I don't know. The game feels like it's so generic. Like you could create two schools on NCAA football and it's like the game. Like it just, I don't know. Feels like with the best rivalry in all of college football, they could have came up with a better name for it. Just saying. Well, they yeah. had the world's uh, largest outdoor cocktail party that's with Florida and Georgia. Yeah, that's Florida, they, Georgia. Yeah. They had to change that, right? They had, they can't be that anymore. Um, but I, I, that is, that's the Egg Bowl, I guess. So Red River rivalry. I'm just looking at different ones. Bedlam. Bedlam's good. Apple Cup is Washington, Washington State. There's some good ones there. Um, if anybody wants to tweet at Unsports Apple ESPN. Cup is not a good one. It's not <laughs> a good one. It might be a good game, but it's not a good name. Like the Red River Rivalry, try saying that three times fast, is a good name. Yeah, that the is. The Iron Bowl is a good name. You ever notice uh, when we do the try saying that three times fast, it just means we couldn't say it the first time? Why would I try two more times when I couldn't say it the first time? I didn't I, say it right the first time? Did no, I mess I'm it saying it is so hard to say that I don't want to say it two more times. Oh, okay. That's the point. Yeah, No, I'm with okay. you, Cece, though. Apple Cup sounds like something that your preschooler is asking for, not yeah, it's like you packing it in your game. kid's lunchbox. I want the Apple Cup. No. It doesn't sound like it doesn't <laughs> sound like, like a, sound like a, a lunchbox and not a game. <laughs> that doesn't strike the same level of force as the, the Iron Bowl. Oh, the Red River rivalry. The Apple Cup. Apple Sauce Cup is what I... Would eat anyway. Um, all right, so three games today. Green Bay at Detroit features one team that's going to the playoffs. We know that in Detroit with a quarterback in Jared Goff, who's been to a Super Bowl. Washington Dallas features one team going to the playoffs in Dallas with a quarterback that um, statistically is having an excellent year in Dak Prescott for Mike McCarthy. They've won twelve games in a row at home. By the way, Dallas Cowboys have. And then the third game, the night game tonight, San Francisco and Seattle, two teams that are likely going to the playoffs. The winner of tonight is now in the driver's seat for the uh, NFC West. Crown. But if I said to you guys, one of these teams is going to make it to the Super Bowl, and the singular reason they'll make it to the Super Bowl is because of quarterback play, where would you go as the most likely team to actually have that label? I think it has to be Dak Prescott. And it's interesting that you qualified his season by saying statistically. I mean, as if the, the, the production from Dak doesn't necessarily correlate to the team being able to stack wins. When I would argue the contrary. Like, I think Dak Prescott has been a big reason why his team has won a lot of football games. I I get that the defense is dominant in its own right, but Dak is playing some of the best football that he's played in his entire career. 
This year, he's top three in passer rating and QBR. The only other season he's had like that since he's been in the league was his first year when his team totaled 13 wins, and they were the number one seed in the NFC. I think Dak Prescott is having that kind of impact on his team's success, although we would like to see him do that against teams that have winning records. Now, Ev, I know you've been big on the Brock Purdy bandwagon. Not to say that we haven't, but you've been pushing for Brock Purdy to be in the MVP conversation. And to me, it's tough to go there and to give him credit for the reason why San Francisco will make it to the Super Bowl if they do get there. Just because we've seen what Brock Purdy is without an all-pro tackle and without an all-pro wide receiver. San Francisco is a top-heavy roster, albeit a very good one. But when any of those guys are hurt, We've seen that Brock Purdy is not the same version of himself. With Dak Prescott, even though guys might be in and out of the lineup, he might have some moving parts, he might not have the best run game, he still finds a way to make sure that the offense is one of the most prolific in all of football. And that's why if we're pointing to quarterbacks playing today, being the reason why their team goes to the Super Bowl, it's Dak Prescott head and shoulders above everybody else for me. Dak has been playing outstanding football this season. He really has. He's been great for the Dallas Cowboys. But we're talking about Super Bowl. And I need to see Dak Prescott do it in the playoffs before I can believe that he can get to the Super Bowl. We've seen him be great in the regular season. We've also seen him stumble in the playoffs. And so until I see the performance where he changes that narrative, it's not even a narrative, until he changes the facts facts. around him in the playoffs, I can't go there. Now, I'm going to go with Jared Goff. The Detroit Lions are playing great football as well. Jared Goff is a guy who we've seen get to a Super Bowl with the Los Angeles Rams. And... He just continues to find ways to win and rally his team. They're playing a lesser opponent in the Chicago Bears. Jared Goff is having arguably his worst game in three seasons, and he still finds a way to regain that composure and lead his team to the drives needed in order to win that game. So I think I'm going to go with Jared Goff just because I have the data points, not only this season in real time, but in the playoffs and getting to a Super Bowl to prove that he can actually get there. Yeah, I mean, I listen, I think that's a great point on Goff. I, th- I totally agree, CeCe. I didn't mean to make it sound like uh, Dak wasn't playing well this season. I was just saying the statistics obviously do back it up. And, and mm-hmm. part of me you know, I've been on the record saying I think the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl, but part of me would be actually pretty giddy about being wrong if I was wrong on behalf of the Cowboys because there's mm. one there's one sneaky angle that nobody's talking about yet because we're not there. But since we're kind of talking the teams playing today and going to the Super Bowl, we do the Belichick-Brady, who gets there first without the other one, who's going to be great without the other one kind of thing, and obviously Brady has won that competition. Um, Aaron Rodgers... And everybody around him seemingly blamed Mike McCarthy for the downfall on Green Bay. What if Mike mm. McCarthy gets back to a Super Bowl before Rodgers does? At some point, are we going to relook at that narrative? Because like Belichick and Brady, with Rodgers and McCarthy, it was an and, not a versus, right? They did it together, Rodgers and McCarthy, McCarthy and Rodgers. But it feels like everybody just blamed Mike McCarthy. Get him out. Get LaFleur in there. LaFleur has been great in, when Rodgers was there with him. Not in terms of team success in the playoffs, but you get the point. Imagine if the Cowboys get back and Mike McCarthy is back to a Super Bowl, his second, and Aaron Rodgers only had one. But haven't we kind of evolved past that, though, with Aaron Rodgers because he's pointed the finger at more than one person? It's not just Mike (laughs) McCarthy that he's pointed the finger at or that we have collectively pointed the finger at. It's been Brian Gutekunst. It's been the the weapons around him or, in his mind, lack thereof. We even at some points talked about Matt LaFleur and the play calling. He wasn't happy in Green Bay. It was so much more than Mike McCarthy. I think if you're saying – from the success pie, are we giving a bigger piece to Rodgers or McCarthy? Naturally, we go towards the player. We go towards the quarterback. Yeah, and I'm there too. But, but I just think we've, we've 
at least I do, view the McCarthy slander a little bit differently because Aaron Rodgers has pointed the fingers at others. It's never his fault. And, and well, is, listen, yeah. the McCarthy slander ain't going nowhere if McCarthy don't go on a deeper playoff run than yeah. he has the last couple of years. And so that's the question that I would ask. Like, McCarthy has a better chance of getting back to the Super Bowl than Rodgers. Yeah, okay, it's cool to say that. But I don't think either one of them have a really good shot at getting to a Super Bowl. If you're saying one over the other, I guess it's McCarthy. But at the same time, if McCarthy don't get past the divisional round this year in the playoffs, there's a good chance he ain't going to be a coach of the Dallas Cowboys next year. So uh, when we're asking that question, I get why you're bringing it up to the forefront. And clearly McCarthy is not the impediment to your team being able to have regular season success and be a double-digit win club. Yeah. But but ultimately, it's going to be judged by winning championships. That's the job that he took over with the Cowboys. That's the job he had at Green Bay. And at the end of his tenure in Wisconsin, he wasn't getting it done. And if he doesn't go on a deep playoff run in Dallas this year, I don't think he's going to be long for that job. All fair. And you're, you were just more fair and gave more credit to McCarthy than most people do, even in your critique of what's to come. But like people don't even give the credit that you just gave, I feel like, to Mike McCarthy. My answer to this is Brock Purdy, clearly. I think that <laughs> Brock Purdy is obviously the guy. I think that they're the best team playing today. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I've been on the record as saying that obviously barring any kind of injury. And I think Brock Party is a rock star in what he's actually asked to do. He's not asked to be the sole reason that they win. He's asked to be a reason that they win. He's asked to play point guard. And they put all these quote-unquote shooters around him. And all he's doing is distributing the football. I absolutely love the way this man plays football. He gives the weapons the opportunity to shine. And he doesn't turn the ball over. He's the anti-Josh Allen to me. And I love every part of it. Yeah, Steve Young called him an elite processor. That's probably his most dominant trait, right? His ability to be able to think his his ability to be able to think the game, right? Pre snap, post snap, Brock Purdy doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes in terms of knowing where to go with the football when everything is in rhythm. I guess the biggest question that we have about about the 49ers with Brock Purdy is what version of him do we see when things are less than ideal? When you got a guy that's knocked out of the game, when you're not when you are a little bit banged up. Can you still be effective at being an elite processor in distributing the football? I, I don't know the answer to that question, and it's another one of those scenarios that I'll believe when I see it. But based on the sample size that we have with him, the body of work versus the body of work with these other quarterbacks, I, I get why you're bullish on him, Ev. I, I would probably, like, again, if we're getting back to the, the literal question, Right. The reason why, which quarterback would be the reason why his team gets to the Super Bowl? To me, it has to be Dak Prescott just because I don't think the Cowboys have a lot of other paths to get into the big game. I can see the Detroit Lions playing well enough, even without Jared Goff being at his best, to win a playoff game. I can see the same for Brock Purdy. I can't see a world where Dak Prescott doesn't play well in a playoff game and the Dallas Cowboys win it. Coming up, we will get more of your phone calls in on Thanksgiving and the quarterbacks, of course. Food that needs to be on the table, food that needs to be off the table. The Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-SAY-ESPN. Plus, ESPN Bet has our ESPN Pick'em Challenge coming up next on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Tungabailoa in a shotgun in the bat in the end zone. Takes the snap, back to pass. Looking, he's going to fire a deep ball down the near sideline. Jump ball, intercepted! Mikey Sandristel's got it! His second of the game, and Michigan will get the football back at the Maryland 39-yard line. That is our good hands moment of the week, brought to you by Allstate with insurance from Allstate. You'll be game day ready every day. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent today to learn more. Allstate, you're in good hands. Doug Cars from Learfield, Michigan Radio Network, getting us ready, of course, for Michigan, Ohio State's on Saturday. Obviously, we'll have more conversation about that tomorrow with those two teams matching up at noon Eastern on Saturday. No Jim Harbaugh, of course, as we know. We are on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen, with you. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And with that, we have three Thanksgiving games, of course, and one game tomorrow, Black Friday, a bonus game that we will pick as part of the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. Now, we are tied for second place. We are only three games back of Carlin versus Joe, and that's with Chris Carlin and Joe Fortenbaugh, and we are tied with the great Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas at 19-12-2. So we are right in the mix, right in the mix here. Uh, game night tied with us as well at 19-12-2. Amber and Ian, seven games under 500 there behind us, and the Greeny crew is doing a horrible job. Terrible! Wait, hold on. Is Greeny tanking for Caleb Williams? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> so I was in for Greeny yesterday. Like, what is happening here? And, well, here's what happened. So I said, I don't want to make the picks because I'm on another show. I'm like, I'm making the picks with Unsportsmanlike. I'm not contributing to the picks here. So Hembo, Bubba, and Cam all made the picks. So I don't even know that Greeny's making the picks. You know what it's like? You know when like the college coaches vote for the top 25 and no college coach has actually ever voted for the top 25? It's the sports information director or the public relations person. Yeah. It's like that. Greeny's not going to vote. He's just going to have his people vote for him. And well, they're maybe, not doing a good job. Maybe he needs to take the reins back. Uh, no. So what happened was last year, because I think Greeny won it, oh. he used the George Costanza model. The opposite. His gut was telling him one thing. He went opposite all the time. This year, I think he tried to focus and actually, 
you know, do them and, and make and go like, no, this is where I'm going. And I guess now it's gotten to the point where it's just been a complete and utter disaster where he's just farming <laughs> it off to the rest of his his crew and they're just kind of a disaster as well. Okay, I oh, didn't wow. realize the first part. The wow. second part I was definitely a part of yesterday uh, on Greeny. All right, guys, let's pick here. So we've got the three games. First game, Packers at the Lions. Lions favored by seven and a half. CC, where do we want to go? Uh, I'm, of course, we're going with the Lions. I don't think they'll start as slow as they did in the game against the Bears a few days ago, a division rival. They're not going to take the Green Bay Packers lightly, especially with the Packers coming off of a win against the Chargers. They'll be dialed in. The only question that I have is really about the line because I'm seeing we, we're doing the pick em challenge with it at 7.5, but ESPN Bet has it at 8.5, and, and I just want to make sure we got the right numbers. Oh, we, you know? So the the way this works, Hanty, is our – Friend Liam Chapman sends out the the games based upon the line that is at that moment because we do this across a 24 hours so things can change. So when he sent the email yesterday, the line was at seven and a half. Okay. All right, why is All Pat weeks. why is Pat laughing at Nuno? Go ahead. Because we're 12 weeks in and Candy's like, wait, how does this work? <laughs> I'm with CC on this. I got very confused because yesterday, again, I was with the Greeny crew. They picked it. It was I gave them the same thing, seven and a half. And Hembo answered the question about the Lions favored by eight. He answered the question completely differently than the question I asked on this. Oh, interesting. So I don't know how they picked it. So I'm with CeCe on this. I'm fine going with the Lions, Smalls. Yeah, same. But I could also see a backdoor cover by the, the Packers with like a second to go. Really? This has backdoor cover written all over it. Lions are up two scores like the entire game, and then Jordan Love throws a big touchdown late. Means nothing. Backdoor cover. Wouldn't surprise me. Just throwing that out there. So where do we want to go then? No, we're going Lions. I'm okay. just throwing we're that out there. We're going Lions. Yeah. 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 We're going Lions. All right, next one. <laughs> Commanders at the Cowboys. Cowboys, enormous number, 10.5. What do we have on this? Yeah, 10.5, and, and it's still not enough points for the Commanders. <laughs> I'm going with the Cowboys. The Commanders are cooked. You've got Ron Rivera answering questions about his job security, and they're trying to figure out if we do fire him, who's going to be the interim head coach? Is it Eric Bieniemy? Is it Jack Del Rio, who's a former head coach? This team is waving the white flag. I, I, I think I don't even think they can dial it up because it's a divisional game. I, I, I see this as Cowboys all the way, and this is the third straight game where the Cowboys are double-digit favorites, so that does make me a little bit nervous. But I'm still going to rock with Dallas just because the Commanders just lost to the Tommy DeVito-led New York Giants by double digits. I'm sorry, guys. It's Cowboys. CeCe, you just made my mind start to roll a little bit. Are you saying that there's a chance that if they fire Ron Rivera, Biennemi would not be the interim coach? Yes. Okay, if you're yes. Biennemi at wow. that point, what, what do you do? Do you get out of there immediately too? You're just like, I, I'm not going to be here for this. This is crazy. Well, you're probably not going to have that choice because they're probably going to fire everybody at the end of the year and let their new coach pick his t- entire staff. So, yeah, the enemy's probably going to be polishing up the resume just like everybody else, but it won't be for a head coaching job. It'll be for uh, a position coach or a coordinator position. Wow. Yeah, that that's shocking because we all just assumed that he 100%. not only was going to be the heir apparent there, but have opportunities elsewhere. So if that's the way this all develops, that's quite the turn of events. The offense turned the ball over six times last week, and Sam Howell's been sacked 51 times this season. How is some of that not so on the offensive times. coordinator? Absolutely, no doubt. But I'm, I'm with you guys. We have to go with the Cowboys. This number feels 
easily attainable for, for them after the Giants put up 31 points on the Commanders. All right, next game. 49ers are favored by 6.5 at the Seahawks. Smalls kick us off on this one. Niners favored by 6.5. So I obviously like the Niners in this game, but I don't know about the number, guys. It just... I I don't know. I, I, I absolutely lean 49ers, but I just don't know about the 6.5. I mean, the the line has since then moved. Uh, I just... I, I, What's it I, I would say. To? I, I, it's yeah, I, I'm, it's it's a situation now where I think it's different markets, but it's like fluctuating between. It's at seven on ESPN Bet. Okay, that's where it's at. So money has been coming in on San Francisco. I, I like San Francisco, but I think it's it's a little rich, man. Seattle is a feisty team yep. at home. Thanksgiving, yep. I just and this series is never one sided for very long. The Seahawks lost all three games last year, including in the playoffs. I get Geno Smith is banged up. But it, it just it, I can't help but think that Seattle finds a way to keep this thing closer than what people think. I like the Seahawks in the points. Well, I'm going to go Niners, but okay, well I'm there just, it is. I'm just saying I love the Niners, so I'm, it's hard for me to go against them. The injuries at running back, obviously, with Kenneth Walker, and then quarterback as well. Gino has been banged up uh, during the course of the week, so I guess we go Niners in this one. And then the bonus game for tomorrow: the Dolphins favored by nine and a half at Tim Boyle. Nathaniel Hackett and the Jets. <laughs> Dolphins by a million. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Do we need to break this one down? The FBI, do really our to, FBI has Do we the need Dolphins. a deep dive on this? No, no. no 81% chance to win the game. I'd rather take calls on green bean casserole at this point than that. So, so good. We got Dolphins minus nine and a half. All right. 888-SAY-ESPN on the Thanksgiving calls. Jeff in Pennsylvania watching on ESPNU. What's up, Jeff? Good morning. Thanks Morning. for taking the call. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, so I'm going to disagree on the green meat casserole real quick, only because when you show up for um, Thanksgiving and you're asked to bring something, they always ask you to bring green bean casserole. Now, I will agree it doesn't get eaten, but you still need to bring it and it has to be on it. The one Why thing would you I ask to bring it if nobody's going to eat it? I don't yeah. understand that. And I would, I would politely offer up a different solution. That's not really something that I make well. How about I bring mac and cheese instead? Yeah, I feel like anybody coming to my house today, if they don't know what to bring and they're watching or listening, bring pizza. I don't want green bean casserole. I'd rather pizza or lobster or something like that. I lobster. Mean, like, I'm just saying, CC. Bring pizza or lobster. Yeah. Well, <laughs> CC brought no up lobster. CC brought up lobster before. Now it's been in my head since he brought it up, and he's right. So there you go. <laughs> Deal with it, people. Can you imagine, guys, if Evan shoots you a text on the way to Thanksgiving? Hey, can you pick up some lobster on the way? <laughs> <laughs> hey, quick ask. Not a yeah, bag I, of ice. I can. Can you sell me some cash for <laughs> this lobster? <laughs> totally. I can pick it up, but can you, can you shoot me some money on Zelle? Yeah, you Venmo me for this lobster. I can. Okay. And for you can get right. the lobster, no question. Uh, Dennis in Delaware on ESPNU. What's up, Dennis? Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I love those Pillsbury Crescent rolls. I could eat the whole basket. And you know those turnips? They have no place on the table, turnips. Anyway, greatest Thanksgiving memory, 30 years ago today, Stojanovic misses the 40-yard field goal. I'm a longtime Dolphin fan. It gets blocked. Jerry Jones celebrates the apparent Dallas win, and along comes Leon West. <laughs> that was awesome. He touches the ball. Stojanovic re-kicks. Great Dolphin win. That is my greatest Thanksgiving memory. But uh, Crescent rolls in, turnips out. Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Very good call. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. There may not be a player in NFL history that has more memorable moments without being a Hall of Famer or a scrub 
than Leon Lett. And I hate to call somebody a scrub, but I mean, the reality is like we have memorable moments from guys like Nathan Peterman has had horrific things. I remember Dolphins quarterback Cleo Lemon threw the ball backwards once, like literally threw the ball backwards. Dan Orlovsky, our very own, running out of the end zone, right? But then you have amazing memories of guys like Brady and Ray Lewis, et cetera. The in-between player that's really good, that has that many memories, Leon Lett with the ball knocked out of his hand in the Super Bowl, and then that one, CeCe, I mean, he may be the captain of that team, of more memories, and he's neither great nor a backup, let's say, than anyone else in NFL history. Yeah, I mean, he's a three-time Super Bowl champ, and he's got multiple Pro Bowls, but we remember (laughs) him from that play in the Super Bowl with Steve's Tasker running up on him and, and stripping it, and we remember when he touched the ball on the block field goal that gave the Dolphins another opportunity to kick it what was that, 93? So, yeah, I mean, it's not great. Those, those are two, two plays that didn't necessarily cover Leon letting glory. But I guess when we start talking about snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, I don't think there's one play that illustrates that better than that moment with Leon let Thanksgiving Day in Texas Stadium against the Miami Dolphins on 1993. Coming up. We have one Super Bowl champ on this show each and every day. We'll talk to another one next. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Chris Canty, Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Three games today in the NFL. Green Bay at Detroit, 1230 p.m. Eastern time is when it gets going. Washington at Dallas. And then the late game is San Francisco at Seattle. K.J. Wright won a Super Bowl. With the Seahawks, he is the host of the K.J. Wright Show on 710 ESPN in Seattle and K.J. All Day Podcast, and he joins us now to talk NFL. But really, of course, we have to start with this. The K.J. Wright family Thanksgiving will look how today? What are we doing in terms of our meal? Where are you going? Home game, road game? K.J., give us the breakdown of Thanksgiving today for you. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, first and foremost, I'm so excited. This is my first time back in Olive Branch, Mississippi since high school wow. on wow. Thanksgiving. So usually been, in, usually been in Seattle or in Stark, Vegas for my Thanksgiving. So uh, I'm a retired now, so I'm able to travel for the holidays. And so I'm back with my Mississippi family and, um, you know, I'm ready to eat like a dog. <laughs> well, what's on it? We need to know the menu. What are you going to eat? Do you know outside of the obvious of turkey and stuff? So, so, so I'm a little non-traditional. My midnight snack, my go-to snack is some gumbo. Oh, Around 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, I got some gumbo brewing. That's the meal after the meal. 
And so on, people like gumbo on Thanksgiving. Yes, give me some gumbo yeah. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so yeah. that's what I like I'm most you, looking forward to. I like the way you fly, KJ. I could definitely get down on some gumbo. I don't think the missus got it on the menu, <laughs> but you never know. But something that you know a whole lot about is the NFC West and this matchup between the Seahawks and the 49ers that we got later on tonight. The first time that these two teams are mm-hmm. meeting this year. Now, last year, the San Francisco 49ers won all three matchups, including the playoff game. What's the key for Seattle to get back on track on the winning side of this matchup in the NFC West rivalry? Well, I got to go straight to the offense, Chris, and in particular, I got to go to the red zone. I look at Geno, I look at DK and Tyler. Them guys are moving the ball up and down the field, but we have we haven't quite yet found our identity when we get down in the red zone. Um, we, we just we're going lateral in our run game. We haven't found our go to guy that we want to get the football to. And so we're doing some really good stuff, but we're playing the San Francisco 49ers. We're playing Bosa. We're playing Warner. We're playing Greenlaw. I can't settle for field goals. Jason Myers has been our leading scorer these last two games. Mm. And so I need six points versus three points if we want to be able to stand with this football team. So I know on the opposite side of the football, Brock Purdy and those guys are putting up some big-time numbers. KJ, I want to call this game the gumbo game because it's the third game of the slate. I imagine you're settling in, (laughs) eating your gumbo just as you get ready to watch the Seahawks and the 49ers. But Mm -hmm. when you look at the San Francisco 49ers, when healthy, they're a really dominant team. Outside of health, though, do you see any vulnerabilities with San Francisco? There is not a single weak point on this football team. I look at the offensive line. I look at the defensive line. I look at the quarterback, the running backs. And whenever I watch film, I'm looking like, how can I expose this team? What can we take advantage of when it comes to this football team? And there's not a single weak point. Um, I'm tired of this nonsense that uh, Brock Perry is a game manager, Mr. Irrelevant. They're waiting for him to mess up. It's not happening. The guy, he's beyond his years. He's utilizing his weapons so well. And um, I'm a linebacker. I played there for a living. What am I going to take away? Am I going to take away George Kittle? Am I going to take away Debo Sam? Like, there's no one you could double team because everyone on this football field is explosive. And so um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. Um, defensive coordinator Clint Hurt, he's got to play a chess match with Kyle Shanahan. If you come out here and you line up in the same stuff they saw in practice, the same stuff they saw in walkthrough, this guy's going to pick you apart. And so I'm throwing some curveballs, do some change-ups, um, that's that's the formula if you want to be able to slow down this offensive football team. We're on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, joined by K.J. Wright, Super Bowl champion, host of the K.J. Wright Show on 710 ESPN in Seattle, K.J. All Day podcast as well. How much did you guys and the Niners hate each other at the peak of that rivalry? Couldn't stand them. Just, just looking at that red when they came to, to uh, Lumen Field. Could not stand those guys. And I believe it was because we're the same exact team. We had Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright. They had Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman. We had Marshawn Lynch. They had Frank Gore. We had a dominant defensive line. They had Alden Smith and Justin Smith. And so we were identical teams. And we knew that every time we played each other, this is for playoff implications. This is the NFC Championship. This is the game to go to the Super Bowl. This team is in our way. And so um, even let's take it to the coaches. How about Harbaugh and Pete Carroll? Coach Carroll would never admit it, but there was a little bit of vendetta between those two dudes. Richard Sherman, Doug Baldwin, uh, Harbaugh, like, it was just a match not made in heaven when it came to facing these two teams. And so, um, much respect to them. And I'm hoping that I just see some, somewhat of their robbery that, um, that stemmed back in my glory days because it was definitely a good time facing those teams. 
And um, thankfully, we got the best of them. KJ, this matchup tonight is going to you know feature or not feature two all-pro safeties. Tyler Noah Funga is out with a torn ACL for the rest of the season for the 49ers. The Seahawks are dealing with the injury with mm-hmm. the Jamal Adams situation. Which absence is going to loom larger uh, for those respective teams? Ooh. It's Jamal Adams. It's Jamal Adams. And, and Chris, when you watch Jamal, when he came back this season, he's hands down been the best defensive player that I've seen on the Seahawks football team. He's blitzing his tail off. He's making plays in the backfield. Um, I used to be the screen master back when I played. Jamal Adams is the new screen master. And just his energy, just um, his passion that he brings on the football field, I believe that Jamal Adams has been a game changer since he came to Seattle. Still holds the record for most sacks in NFL history by a safety. And so on. I do believe that he will be back this game. He obviously missed last Sunday. But when he's on the football field, the man is dynamic and he's a game changer. And um, obviously the safety from um, San Francisco is a bad man as well. But I look at the Seahawks defense right now facing this offense. They got to have Jamal Adams out there. KJ, when we think of Seattle, we think of defense. We, of course, think of the Legion of Boom. And while this defense isn't quite there just yet, how would you describe what you're seeing of this iteration of Seattle's defense? I love it. And thank God that Bobby Wagner is back in the building and uh, he's leading the charge. Bobby's leading the charge, having another all pro, having another Pro Bowl season. Um, he has, he's getting his sacks. He's what fifth in the NFL when it comes to tackles and he's getting everyone lined up, everyone on the same page and he's still making his plays as well. And, um, the strength, Michelle, of this defense is our secondary. You're talking to Devin Witherspoon, who better be. Defensive Rookie of the Year. We got robbed last year with Tariq Witherspoon. With uh, with, uh, Tariq Woolen. Don't rob us this year. It's it's Devin (laughs) Witherspoon. And you got a young Woolen. Yeah, I'm tired of that East Coast bias. I'm I'm sick of it. And and, um, give me Quantre Diggs, Jamal Adams. And so what these guys are doing on the back end is really, really good. Um, Not Legion of Boom. We're not going to go that far. But they're doing some really, really good stuff. Yeah, we're not taking it that far. But um, I'm really excited to see what these guys put together. Because um, I look at this offense, and, and not only is Brock Purdy managing the game, having his check downs in the intermediate passing game, this guy's bombing the ball downfield as well. And so you got to be on your P's and Q's facing this team. But I believe our secondary got to create turnovers, have a game-changing play to shift that momentum in Lumen Field tonight. KJ, as we look back at your time in Seattle and we think about Seattle, we think about the Legion of Boom, as Small mentioned. We think about Marshawn Lynch. We also think about somebody else who's the quarterback of the Denver Broncos, and that is Russell Wilson. What is the truth about Russell Wilson's time in Seattle? Was he a good teammate, and did you enjoy playing with him? I love Russell Wilson, and he is a good teammate. And this narrative that you know he's a bad teammate, people couldn't stand him. Let's let's put that noise to rest. I challenged Russell. I did challenge Russell. Russ, can you be a little more present in the locker room? Can you be you know more available to your teammates? One hundred percent. Yes, he could do that. But um, the guy, I, I wouldn't want to have any other quarterback on Sunday than Russell Wilson. His passion, his energy, the way he prepared, Mr. Clutch, Mr. Unlimited, I, I'll take it. And I'm um, a phenomenal guy, phenomenal man of God. And um, to see to see the stuff Marshawn said about him, that that hurt me. That hurt me to my to my core to hear that. Mm. And um, so I definitely did challenge Russ in that sense. But man, let's just be a little more present because at the end of the day. You can have all the, the money in the world. You can have all the accolades, all the commercials. But the brotherhood is why we play this game. 
the the brotherhood when we sit on our couch 30, 40 years from now as old men, you and baby grab a beer with your guys and just reminisce on the good old days. But I truly love Russ and I'm and I'm glad that he's finally getting things back figured out in uh Broncos country. KJ, before we let you go, one of the things that we've been trying to get right with everybody that comes on the show this week is how they feel about the generic happy Thanksgiving text. Do you send it out? How do you respond if you receive it? Go. <laughs> I don't text back. I don't text back, and I for sure don't text it out. Um, <laughs> that ain't me. I'm going to see you when I see you, but a happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays, enjoy your turkey. You won't get that from KJ Wright. So enjoy your day. I'm going to enjoy mine with my family. But don't send me no happy Thanksgiving text. I'm not that is a man. Text. That is a man that gets it. KJ Wright. That is a man that gets it. He <laughs> knows football and he has some awareness when it comes to I sending the, the happy holidays generic text. No way. Well done. KJ Wright, Super Bowl champ, not host today. of the KJ Wright show on 710 ESPN in Seattle. KJ All Day Podcast. He's gonna have gumbo for Thanksgiving. Russell Wilson is a good teammate and he will not text back on the happy Thanksgiving text if it's generic like CC hates. KJ, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. Hey, I'll tell you guys, have a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not going to well say it played. back. Can't say it back. Well I'm done for the day. Can't say it back. Sorry. That's Sportsmanlike moment of the day and Candy's best bet on ESPN Bet next on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. CeCe's got it. CeCe's doing it. Hey, yo, smooth. What? <laughs> Teach me how to. There you go, CeCe. Hey. There you go. Hey, hey. But you're the one that says you can dance, though. Why am I the only one that dances to the music coming back from the break, but you don't dance? He said specifically no, you say you can CC, dance, but you, not, you don't want to show us that you can dance. I just pull up my pants and do the rock away and lean oh back. Oh, my God. Here we go. Lean back. There we go. This guy. <laughs> this guy. This guy. All right. Unsportsmanlike moment of the day. This guy. <laughs> Evan Dance Cam. It's not happening, Jerry. Sorry. Uh, maybe happen. at some point. At some point it will happen. Lean back. Oh, no. There's like, we want to do go a ahead, lean go back? Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. You got to do the rock oh my away. god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! 
I once did this. Alonzo Mourning and Dwayne Wade had a charity event, and then Fat Joe performed at the charity event, and I realized I was sitting courtside, um, and my closest friend and I were sitting there together. Shout out to J-Mart. Um, and I swear to God, we forgot we were at a game in media, and we just started dancing at a heat like, event with Fat Joe performing and doing the lean back. Anyway, unsportsmanlike moment of the day. So this is where we find something weird, quirky, different, unique, whatever. So yesterday, Kansas and um, Tennessee were playing on ESPN, college basketball. I was actually watching this live as I was running on the treadmill, humble brag. Um, And Hunter Dickinson, the transfer from Michigan, very good player. 17 points, 20 rebounds for Kansas in a 69-60 win. All right, what's unsportsmanlike? What's weird about that? Mm -hmm. Well, there was somebody who did not like the fact that Dickinson was flopping. Who's that someone? I'm not kidding. Samuel L. Jackson (laughs) went on Twitter at Samuel L. Jackson. Damn, this Dickinson guy on Kansas flops like he's on the pitch. I did not see Samuel L. Jackson tweeting about Kansas, Tennessee college hoops yesterday coming. I didn't either. The only thing that could have made this better is if he sent the video and he actually said the MF on the video. That that would be the only thing that would make it better because nobody uses that term and says that term like Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. So, I mean, if you're Dickinson, I don't know if you'd be offended or if you'd be honored that Samuel L. Jackson is talking about you. Go ahead, Small. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing, Cece. Do you brag to your friends about it that Samuel L. Jackson shouted you out? Are you embarrassed that he said that he shouted you out because you're flopping like you're on the pitch? No, you're definitely, you're definitely. Sam Jackson basically called him as good an actor as he is. (laughs) That's essentially what he said. I mean, you're definitely excited about that. I'm waiting for the moment for a big celeb to call us out on this show where we're like, Wait, that person is watching or listening? That's a great thing. That this guy should actually have that tweet framed on a T-shirt, the whole thing. See, the problem problem with what you just said, though, Ev, is you can't be thirsty for it, man. It's got to happen organically. You can't can't be asking for it. You know what I mean? Like, you can't. You can't be out here desert thirsty, hoping that celebs chime in, call in, tweet the show. Yeah, all that. You got to let that happen organically. <laughs> kind of like Sam Jackson yesterday commenting on Dickinson. You got to let it happen organically. No, you're right. You're right. Sam, please tweet about us. Um, okay. The oh other thing. God. The other thing oh. is uh, from first take yesterday. Christopher Mad Dog Russo on first take, ESPN. Not a huge Thanksgiving guy. I hate, can't stand it, it's a disaster, and Christmas is coming, which is worse. I hate Thanksgiving. I can't stand it. Wow. Touch, touch football with the guys at Calverfield and Syacid, and then quiet, that's what I want. I don't want to be in traffic. I don't want to eat carrots, yams, turkey, gravy, and pumpkin pie. I can't stand it. So you should have sweet potato pie. Why don't you have something at your house so you don't have to get stuck in traffic? It's not just the traffic, it's people. (laughs) What happened to family? Are you? Football. You can have my family. Let me hang out with the two dogs and sit there all day and not be bothered. I don't want people in my life, and that includes my kids. And that includes my kids. How amazing, by the way, would it be if all of a sudden today we saw like tweets and Instagram posts from Stephen A. where he's actually with dog's family. That, that dog, like his family's actually having Thanksgiving with Stephen A. today. That'd be a great job. 
So there you go. Some unsportsmanlike I mean, moments. I just don't understand who hurt dog when all of this happened. Like, who hurt you on Thanksgiving or during the holidays where you're anti-Thanksgiving or you're anti-Christmas? I don't understand that. How can you be up that upset about the holidays? I want a gummy. I want my kids out of the house, and I want to watch football. Does do, you, that not, do you not have the right person cooking for you? I just I have so many questions for dog based on that rant. Is I it not going to be awkward now when he like goes to Thanksgiving? Everyone's like, "Oh, you hate us." Yeah, his kids roll up. They're like, "Hey, Dad." Oh, I think his kids know. I think they got to know already Hi, with some Dad, of the stuff. We're here. <laughs> I mean, some of the stuff he says, they know. All right, CC, we do our best bet, ESPN bet style. We got three NFL games today. We got a college game as well with the Egg Bowl, Mississippi and Mississippi State. What do you got for us? Man, I wish Jason Tatum could have gave us six more points last night. Our three-leg parlay would have hit. But that's neither here nor there. Today, it's a very simple play. We're going through a three-team teaser, all underdogs. And we're going to use the current spread. And we're going to tease them up three points. So we got the Detroit Lions. We're actually taking the Green Bay Packers in that game. And it's at plus eight and a half. We're going to get it at plus 11 and a half because we're buying the three points. Okay, we're going to take the Washington Commanders. It's at plus 13 and a half. We're teasing it up to 16 and a half. So we're going to take the Commanders plus 16 and a half. And then, of course, in tonight's matchup, we're going to take the underdog Seattle Seahawks, tease that up to 10 points. So we got a three-team teaser, teasing, buying back, buying up three points. And it's going to be a situation where we're taking – the the Packers at plus eleven and a half, the Commanders at plus sixteen and a half, and again the Seattle Seahawks at plus ten, and it pays out at plus three oh six. So got a little juice on that one. A little juice, get your little money for shopping on Black Friday this weekend, get your Christmas holiday shopping ready to go by playing this three team teaser. Let's go. I like that. I think those are good ones. If you guys could only watch one game today, which game is it? You can only watch one. Ooh. Probably the gumbo game. I would say the the third game on the slate, San Francisco Seattle. I think that might be the closely contested contest of the three. Agreed. Uh, I'm gonna watch. I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with Cowboys Commanders. If for no other reason, if this thing gets so one sided that the Commanders can't cover my sixteen and a half on my three team teaser, then you're probably talking about the last game that Ron Rivera and Eric Bieniemy have coached with the Commanders. Yeah, I didn't think about the fact that. We could have Black Friday tomorrow because it's Black Friday, but it also could be like the chopping block for some coaches tomorrow yes. as well, right? Yes. Like we could, yes. we could, and then then it's all the insert discount head coaches here, right? Like you're gonna have fifty percent off on your head coach jokes that are gonna be all <laughs> over the place, led by me uh, tomorrow. So we will have that. Hopefully, everybody today has a wonderful Thanksgiving, especially Christopher Mad Dog Russo, obviously because he is very excited about it. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy the food. The family, the football, the gumbo, the pizza, the lobster, me leaning back. We are on to Friday. We are on Sportsmanlike. Happy Thanksgiving on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.